Hello, hello. Welcome to this episode of the Rogers Radio Podcast. I am your host, Alyssa Rogers, and we are in a fun, cheery place today that I cannot wait to see every aspect of. But first, I can't wait to get to know Amanda Day-Rose with Whisters. Thank you for being here today, <laughs> or not you. being here. Thank you for letting us come Absolutely. here today. Absolutely. Thanks for coming. Yeah, and seeing everything. I walked in, and it's so cheerful. You may hear some Christmas music in the background. <laughs> I was not expecting to walk in and buy a bunch of stuff, but I already have a pile over here that I will be purchasing. Awesome. Um, I'm so excited. It looks so fabulous in here. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and um, we were just talking a little before we went on air about the journey mm -hmm. and how far you've come, and I can't wait to get to know more, and I'm excited for everyone else to get to know more because you started much smaller and yes. now there are so many facets yeah. to this this shop and everything that you offer and we're going to be moving around the uh, shop this entire episode so you're going to see different things and make sure you pick out what you want to buy because there's so <laughs> many cute things but first I want to get to know you okay tell everyone about your background and kind of what led you to opening Worcesters um, it was kind of like a 10 or 15 year journey to get here. Um, I knew I wanted to end up opening a shop, being in retail somehow, um, and in some sort of art um, aspect. And um, I went to school for art, and then I became um, a graphic designer, and nice. I was doing um, designs for um, you know, corporations, but also doing fun things like weddings and stuff like that. And then that just kind of manifested into flowers because I was in that wedding community. Yeah. Um, and planning, flowers and planning for events and weddings. And it just kept growing and rolling on down the, you know, down the path yeah. until we ended up here. Um, in 2019, I finally was like, okay, I'm ready, we're yes. ready, and then we just made it happen. Yeah. So, and then opened in January, 2020, so. Oh, great, right when the world changed. Exactly, perfect timing. Yes, <laughs> and um, you know, stuff like that happens, and you have overcome it, and you have made this bigger and better every year, and yeah. I know we were just talking about how you look back to where you were, and you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, so tell yeah. us a little bit about that journey from where you started to where you are today mm -hmm. as far as opening the shop in yeah. January. So, um, yeah, when the world kind of shut down yeah. in um, January, February, right after we opened, um, we kind of had to switch gears, like, immediately. Right. Like, what are we going to do to overcome the fact that everything is shut down, nobody can go anywhere, um, and it actually kind of encouraged us and uh, made us grow a little bit at that time because we had to come up with new ideas and new ways to um, get ourselves out there because yeah. nobody knew who we were yeah. and then we had to shut down weeks later so um, we started doing a lot of things online Facebook and Instagram and on the website and things like that and then once things reopened um, we had a pretty good following at that point which was great so we just slowly continued to grow trying to make sure that we weren't growing too quickly um, yeah. and that kind of got us here we went from one location to here um, we were just a couple of doors down um, 
a couple of years ago, and then we moved here last summer um, to expand a little bit and kind of grow our products and what we offer. So um, it's just been kind of slow growth, but it's been just the right pace for us. It's been so, amazing to see, so. and you're so good at the social media game. Thank you. And how you showcase the business, you showcase your team, and yeah. I think that's a huge deal. Yeah. And you know, just hearing you talk to a team member uh, before we started, and he, you said you are part of the family, yeah. you know, and that <laughs> just means so much. And it, I just know you care about them so much, yeah, and you definitely. can see that through everything you do. Well, we wouldn't be here and be successful like this without our team. I mean, right. I can't do this, so we yeah. need them here. Yes, so. and they're all so fantastic. Yeah. They're always greeted with a warm smile, yeah. and, and it's really great to see. Yeah. So I think you're doing amazing, Thank and you. we're going to move to the next location. <laughs> all right, so now you see we're at these amazing, cute clothes. Look at all of this. The Santa baby, the gangster rapper. <laughs> Dramatic. I can, I can relate. So that's really great. Um, so I want to know what characteristics do you possess that you think has made you the most successful? Um, I think listening to, to everybody, listening to what people are looking for, listening to what people want, listening to just like, you know, what's going on in their lives that is they need to make themselves feel better, make themselves happier and things like that. So, yeah. um, just being, you know, always having open ears and not just trying to rush. We're not just here to make money. That's not what I'm here for. Mm. I'm here for the community and to be able to provide something to other people that they are, um, that they're looking for. I mean, we're not like saving lives or anything, but <laughs> we're trying to make people happy. So. Well, you're definitely making me happy today. <laughs> and I know you make many people happy in the community and you are, you mentioned the community involvement and you are super involved in the community and you do so much and you're a role model to me. I know you're a role model to others. How does that make you feel? What does it mean to you to be looked at as a role model? Um, I don't really think about yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I look to so many other people in the community too. So I don't really think about it like that. I think that just, you know, trying to be here and do what the community is looking for. Um, I don't really consider it being a role model. Yeah. It's just trying to, you know, we are in a small community, all trying to help each other and serve each other. So, yeah. and would you consider that your leadership style? Because you lead a, lot, a big team. I mean, mm -hmm. you have a lot of people you're leading. Um, how would you describe your leadership style? Yeah. So I think that we try really hard, or I try really hard, to see what their um, strengths and weaknesses are, and not only that, what they enjoy doing. Because if they're not enjoying what they're doing when they're here or, you know, I'm giving them a task that is one of their weaknesses, they're not going to want to stick around. So I want to be able to learn from my team just as much as they're learning from us. Yeah. Um, and it ends up helping all of us. Mm -hmm. So nobody feels like they're being bossed around or told what to do. They're, you know, in their element and doing what they're good at. So Amazing. Yeah. That is so great. Yeah. Next questions in a different location. All right, now look at where we're at. Explain to me the section of the store that we're in right now. So right now we're in like the newborn and kids section. Um, we have a few clothing items for younger kids and we have some games and things like that. So um, this 
section has definitely grown and is definitely one of those things I never actually anticipated yeah. having. It just kind of started to feel natural to add it in. Um, and then it became really fun. So it, it is really fun. And I, if you see me like looking behind <laughs> Amanda, I'm like, mm, these are great Christmas presents for Riley. So well, we had people when we first opened coming in, you know, wanting flowers for mm -hmm. baby showers and, you know, new moms and things like that. So it, it yeah, it definitely was just a natural progression to yeah. do that so so getting to know you more um what do you what advice do you have for someone that is wanting to start a business any business and let's just say it's downtown in a small town okay um I'll, I have a lot of things to yeah. say on that. Yeah. <laughs> so first, do your thing. Don't look at what everybody else mm, is doing because you can end up being um, discouraged because where you are in your journey is not where anybody else is mm. in their journey. So, you know, somebody could look at y'all and say, oh my gosh, they're so successful. There's no way I could start that business, but you have to start somewhere. And same with us, you know, we were joking this morning about how we started and how yeah. completely different it is <laughs> yeah. now. Yes. And at the time that was exactly where I needed to be. Mm -hmm. So um, not looking at what other people are doing is really important. Um, and putting your spin on it, I think is really important too. You know, like what heating and air conditioning company is gonna have like these really cool graphics right. and things like that, like y'all do. Like right. that's hard to find, it's yeah. hard to come by. Um, and you know, with us, we stay totally true to our style. If somebody calls us and tells us they want something that we don't typically do, I'll refer them somewhere else. Mm. There's no need for me to try to take that on just to make a few dollars. Yeah. You know, so that's not what I'm trying to do. Um, so yeah, yes. I think that's all really important for starting and kind of starting slow. You know, you don't want to, and that also kind of goes back to not seeing what everybody else are doing is doing <laughs> or not watching what everybody else is doing because it is going to make you want to start quickly and you don't want to do that. You really need to build it up. Absolutely. So. It can be so overwhelming yes. once you are paying attention to what everyone else is doing. Yes. I heard this quote one time or that I saw something on social media probably, but um, it says, look at the bread aisle. There's a whole aisle for bread and yeah. there's so many different um, categories of bread and brands and all yeah. that. And there, people are still buying all of them. There's yeah. room for everyone. Well, and you're going to a very specific one. You're going exactly. to the one that you want. Yes. So. And then there are others that like the other, but yeah. there's a whole aisle and exactly. there's room for everyone. So I think yeah. that's great, yeah. great advice. And what is one lesson that you've learned through this journey that you take with you through every day? So now, oh my gosh, I have such a you know a special place in my heart for our team yeah. um when i first started i was like i can do this on yeah. my own i'm <laughs> gonna be here by myself every day i don't need help from anybody else and that is 150 percent not true correct. correct i need all these people here i need these people helping me they're helping us grow they're definitely part of our you know family here um and that's the biggest lesson i've learned is to kind of let go of a little bit of that control let people help you um because they want to help yes so they want to be a part of it so we should let them so providing opportunities yes i love exactly. it yeah. and we're going to the next location <laughs> take a look at where we are now how beautiful the flower section of the shop 
Tell us about this and what you do here. So this is where we got started um, f um, almost four years ago is our flower bar, um, which was one thing that I was adamant about having when we opened. It is so hard to find a spot where you can just go pick a few flowers that you want. And people shouldn't have to pay, you know, $50, $100 mm. when they just want a few flowers. So um, that's kind of one of the things where we got started. The flower bar has always been here. We do um, flowers for events. We have people come in pretty much every day wanting flowers just for celebrations, things like that. So this is our original, the original part of Listers. Yes, so. and if you come into our office, our Opportunity Center is full of flowers from the flower bar on a regular basis. Yeah. So. yeah, we get lots of Rogers people down here every day or every week wanting a few flowers. Yes, yeah. they always have them on their desk and it's so amazing. And to we see. love being able to provide that, yeah. you know, being able to just have somebody come in and be like, I just need one or two stems. Exactly. <laughs> and it's so beautiful every time. And and I know they love it and I love seeing it all around. And you even helped us with our grand opening. So yes, you had arrangements yes. all over our office for the grand yeah. opening and they're so beautiful. Oh, thank you. So I wanna know what motto do you live by? Um, oh, that's a tough one. I think kind of always trying to find the positive and everything, mm -hmm. you know, there are, life is hard. We can go through life and be um, down and find the bad and things and just focus on that. And there is always something good to come out of everything. So um, I try to live by that because, you know, we all go through these tough times and um, having something uplifting come out of it is, it just makes it that much sweeter and that much yes. better, so. Yes, and you have a lot of goals, I'm sure. And I wanna know, what are your current goals? Um, right now with the shop, our goal is kind of always what is the next thing that we can do. Um, not because we're looking to, you know, take anything over, but mainly because I don't want to get bored. Right. <laughs> right. So, um, and as some, as you know, a creative, it's easy to get bored when you're mm -hmm. doing the same thing over and over. So what's the next thing that we can do that is going to help the community, but is also going to, you know, help the business grow yeah. and succeed. So that's always a goal that's in the back of my mind. Um, and that's probably the main one because that takes me in so many different directions right. all the so time. It can be, yeah, it can be something tiny, like what are we going to do next week? And it can be, what, what are we going to do in five years? Yeah. So just like you said, you weren't getting ready for Christmas quite yet. And people were coming in here yeah. and saying, where's the Christmas stuff? Yeah. So you're like, here we are. Yep. So yep. having to pivot like that all the time, I'm sure. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. In the next location. So look at where we are now. These are very popular. They are, yes. Tell us about them. So um, we have our Wister's uh, themed candles that we specifically came up with the scents for these, which I don't think people know no. actually, um, mm -hmm. which is was really kind of a fun part of the process. She's local, she lives oh. in Danville. Um, so that was fun. But these candles have become really popular recently and these um, were introduced to me by a customer. Okay. So um, yeah, she introduced them to me. I had never seen them, never heard of them. Um, she even brought Sam in for me yeah. to smell to make sure I liked them before we ordered any and apparently they're like a big thing that I just didn't know about <laughs> but yeah people love them and they do they smell really good so well 
yeah. add this to my pile. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be smelling every single one. And yeah. this this warm flannel is yeah, that one, one smells really good. Yeah. Yes. So. so, a question I like to ask on every episode is, if you could have dinner with one living person outside of your family, who would it be? Oh, that's a tough one. Yeah. Um, I think that. I would like to have dinner with a lot of different people yes. for various reasons, um, but I keep going back to, and I actually don't know his name. Okay. <laughs> but um, I had surgery um, in 2020, so right after we opened the shop, um, and I had a craniotomy, and my surgeon that I've met several times was there, but he was there with another surgeon who has been like nobody's met him that I know of. Wow. Yeah, he's just, he flew in from Japan to help with this surgery where he cut my brain open. Wow. Um, and then he was gone. And I would just love to meet him and talk to him and um, ask him why, number one, he flew in for that specific surgery. What surgeries does he fly in for? How did he get into this? You know, because he yeah. works with surgeons all over the world for this and I just would worker. love to talk to him. Wow. So, that yeah. is an amazing person to have dinner with and yeah. just sounds like he's a miracle worker to yeah. me. Yeah, definitely. And, and I want to make sure he exists because <laughs> nobody has met him that I know of. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but he, he fixed you up. Exactly. And, hey, he did exactly what he was supposed to do. Exactly. So amazing. And speaking of that, yeah. you are very passionate about raising awareness um, yes. about what you went through and raising awareness for others that are going through mm -hmm. it. it. Will you talk on that a little bit and kind of what you have coming up? I know you have an event coming up in yeah. the community. Yeah. So um, I was diagnosed with brain tumors in 2020. I've since had three surgeries. Um, and, um, you know, not many people are going through what I'm going through, but people are going through other various situations that they're dealing with the same types of emotions and kind of trying to get through that. And um, we have a specific event coming up for um, the Brain Tumor Center at Duke on November 18th. And the, um, the fundraiser is at Springfield Distillery. And we're gonna be doing a cornhole tournament. Um, we have like a little mini pumpkin patch that we're cool. putting together. We're doing apple bobbing. Kelly's gonna come up with some great drinks for us that yeah. day. So it's gonna be really fun. We have vendors coming out to sell some things, get ready for the holidays. and. Every dime that we um, make from that event is going to the Brain Tumor Center at Duke, which is where I receive treatment, and all of that money at Duke goes directly to research and their clinical trials. So it's really important to me for, for that to um, go on. So we're very excited. So amazing, yeah. and you're such a role model to Thank me you. and so many, and such a strong person, and Thank still you. staying positive through it all. I have goosebumps because <laughs> I'm just so excited to be here and proud to see the growth and I cannot wait to continue watching the growth thank of you. Wisters and everything that you do and thank you for everything you do for the community. Yeah, thank you. Thanks yeah. for doing this. This yeah. is awesome. It's fun to learn about all these businesses. Yes, so. and I'm I'm just so thrilled to be here and thank you for sharing so much. Yeah. Is there anything that you want to let anyone know that they can look forward to in Wisters this holiday season? 
Um, well, we're going to be officially done putting all of our Christmas out um, by next week, probably sooner because I say that and then I'm going to be like on a rampage <laughs> to get it done. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we hope that you'll come in and see our little, um, you know, our little Christmas wonderland that we'll have going on here. And there's a lot going on downtown everywhere this, um, mm -hmm. this holiday season. So yeah. we hope you come down and visit all of us. Well, I you need to because I don't know if anything will be left by the time I leave because <laughs> I'm going shopping right as soon as we finish this. Thank you so much. Thank you. And thank you to everyone that listened to this episode of the Rogers Radio Podcast. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye.